0: Welcome to Lessons from a Podcaster, a show where we interview podcasters from all around the world and ask them to share their tips, insights, stories, and everything you need to know to grow your own podcast. This show is brought to you by PodSqueeze, the essential tool for any podcaster that wants to take their show to the next level. Let's get started with our host, Tiago.
1: Hello, and welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's definitely my pleasure. Let's start with your podcast. Can you describe it in less than 30 seconds?
0: Definitely. Um, It's called Cousin Ed's Corner, and it's really like you came over to your cousin's house and had a conversation. I believe in being authentic, being organic, and just um, unscripted. So if you came over, we would have a conversation about life, love, finance, spirituality, and everything in between. Um, It's really just about what's going on in the world, and what's going on with you.
1: Really cool. It's a more inspirational and motivational podcast then. And do you remember what was the first episode like, like the first time you grabbed your mic and recorded Cousin Ed's Corner?
0: I do, I do. Um, Well, it's a long but short story. I've been recording Cousin Ed's Corner for years. I was a part of another podcast named Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. And I would lend segments to the neighborhood as Cousin Ed's Corner. So I've been recording Cousin Ed's Corner for many years. And a young lady um, told me I need to do it for myself. And I went ahead and I went and just picked up my phone at the time. It was my first one. I picked up the phone and said, let me just record it and lend my my voice to the world. So it was uh, amazing just to be independent, and do it for myself for the first time.
1: So you just grabbed your phone and recorded your first segment?
0: First segment on the phone, yes.
1: And let me ask you something. Why this kind of genre? Like, why this kind of motivational, inspiring type of content?
0: I think that we all need it. I I think that's, that's what, when you wake up in the morning, you have to see what's ahead of you for the day. And I, I wanted to just inspire people in their in their day and in their weeks and in their life and just moving forward. And it's another another joke of the show is is my time on the couch, right? So when instead of going to counseling, it's my time on the couch to get my, my own motivation. So in speaking to everyone else, I'm speaking to myself really. So it's is yeah. my motivation and it, it helps me release a lot of things with inside of myself at the same time.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Podcasting as this therapeutical, um, you know, component to it that not only helps the others that are listening, but as well ourselves because Definitely. we get to share uh, things that sometimes we didn't even know was in our mind. So I, I totally understand what what you mean. Definitely. Tell me, do you have like a memorable moment in uh, in your episodes or in your podcast? Maybe some great feedback you got from a listener, some a way you impacted someone else's life. Do you care to share one of those stories?
0: I think um, I, I'll say it's two two most memorable moments. I think interviewing my dad and interviewing my mother, um, okay. being able to have that recorded and documented. Me and my mother shared her first interview was about 9-11. And we talked about her being stuck in New York and not able to get out of New York at the time. And the, the raw emotions that came up behind that episode really hit home. Um, my father being able to find out where he came from and learn more about him and having him in front of the mic where he couldn't, you know, de- deflect, find out about his childhood. Those two are the most memorable Um shows that i've done that just impacted me that i go back to that i can always um listen to to find out who i really am so it's episode called who who are we and it lets you know who who you came from where you came from
1: that is that is deep that's really cool uh you know having the chance to put your family in front of the mic and ask the questions like how do you prepare yourself for such an interview
0: well, most of my interviews, like I said, are organic. I, I really, there's no questions that's written down. Um, I may do a little bit of who, who the person is beforehand if I'm interviewing somebody I don't know. But it's really about just having, you, when you go to your cousin's house, you don't have questions, right? When you go to a barbershop, you don't have questions. It's really organic. I think I want the um, audience, I want the person who's um, actually coming on, the guest, just to feel the authentic, authentic conversation mm-hmm. behind it. So I really, I, it's really life.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a kind of style that doesn't fit everyone, mm-hmm. but you know, I guess for, for you, for your kind of personality, for your kind of content, it makes all the sense. Let's yes. shift gears now towards your, uh, your stack. So tell me everything, like, how do you go from idea to production?
0: Okay. Um, mostly, like I said, I come down, I, this is my, my lab right here. I'm in the basement and I pray. I pray that morning and I get my mind. Most of my work recordings are done early morning. I get my mind right. And when I when I think about what that day is like is how my motivation comes from uh, for the show. After I have that, I hit record and then go from there. Um, after hitting record and finishing the show, I go and actually I drop it in pause, um, pause squeeze. It goes straight there. And that's my first my first stop. Um, Once I leave there, I have the full transcript and from the transcript, I can read over it and see how I want to um, put it out and digest it to the audience. With, with your tool, I will say it changed my podcasting life. And I know people who hear this may think that this is all set up and no, <laughs> it's the truth. It changed my podcasting life because um, now I can see what I just recorded instead of having to replay it. And you give the snippets that I may need from there. So from there, I uh, write up the um, episode. I may use your show notes to try to um, come together with a lot of the what my content is. But I wrap the show notes. From the show notes, I use Podbean as my host. Okay. So I run over to Podbean, um, get all of that into Podbean. After I get the the write-up done is when I go back and put the um metadata back into the file. Right. So I have to mm-hmm. put the metadata back into the file, um, download the file again, put it in the podbean, and then it's released from there. Once it's released, I then go to all social media platforms and push it out from there. Podbean pushes it out to the other um, recording, um, you streaming know, Spotify platforms. streaming mm-hmm. platforms, all of those. So they're there, but I have to go to Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all those places, and then push it out from there. Right. So yeah,
1: that's a. I mean, that's a very solid uh, um, flow and. Thank you so much for, for definitely using PodSqueeze. It makes me really happy to hear that it's, uh, you know, saving some of your time. You were also telling me before we start that you are not a big fan of the whole process of putting things into social media. What is like, how do you get the motivation to do it then?
0: Because it, it, it has to be done. Yeah. Um, like I talked about on my other podcast, um, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. We had a full production, but Moody and myself are both from New York. We're both hard nosed and really against um social media. But I think throughout the pandemic there was for me because i'm I'm new to it, I found more content that was more related to you know the topics that I felt close to home, and I think the algorithm brought that closer to me. So now I'm able to have an audience on social media where I can share a lot of my content. So it's not the ratchet stuff. It's not the world star stuff that I maybe thought it was. Maybe it was always there, but I always stayed away from it for that reason. But now that I have my audience and my uh, people that listen, I go there and I'm I'm a little more comfortable doing it now.
1: Right. Once you you find your crowd, your listeners, you get to be more authentic. That makes total sense. You release 3 episodes per week which is you know amazing uh how how do you organize everything how do you get the motivation i think yeah that's more the question like how do you get the motivation to release three times a week every week
0: that that's it's, it's been going on for a while now um and when i hear um listeners i want even call i don't like calling them listeners i like calling them fans i like calling them family um, when I hear them um, reply in text or call and say that this show, you know, meant something to them, that's my motivation. Because one one time I was late. My son had a game and I got home late and somebody hit me up and said, where's the show? And from there on, I knew that they were looking for that show. And any time, Christmas time, New Year's, whenever, they always ask, where's the show? Even if I'm, you know, it's no set time for the show. It's that day. But they're going to ask me where the show is, and that's that's my motivation. That thinking that someone else is on the other side, looking at their phone, waiting for that show. So, motivation on Monday. Every motive. Every Monday, you're gonna have some kind of motivation. On Wednesday, I, I give two shows on Wednesday, Two different shows on Wednesday. Wind down Wednesday, and sometimes I put out when my sister wins, we all win. So it depends on what that week is. And then on Friday, instead of saying thank God for Friday, I do thank God for everything. So. On Fridays, I'm thanking God and giving praise to Him for for just the week in general. But not only the week, but for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for the month, for the year, for each of us out there. So that's where the motivation comes from.
1: Yeah, I totally get that. Comes from you know having a voice and having listeners. And yeah, for the first time, someone like rang me up and told me, "Hey, what about you know the, this week's podcast?" And I was like, "What?" Like actually, people. Care about this, and that—that yes. yeah, that feels amazing. Where do you see your podcast in the next five years? It's <laughs> a tough one.
0: <laughs> it's a tough one because with it being organic and with it being just um, from the heart, I, I wanted to—I wanted to touch people. I wanted to be a ministry to people. I wanted to uh, enlighten people. So. I can see this as a definite um, show somewhere on some kind of platform where they can go to uh, uh, and see the show. I want to make it where they can actually see the show and hear the show. I I do have guests on, so I want to be able to interview people. So in five years, I could see myself um, having another platform where it's actually being interviews and uh, set times and where people can come on and have this show on demand.
1: What what are your biggest challenges to, to or what what do you predict to be your biggest challenges to get to that vision?
0: Me being me, <laughs> the the one the one man show of me being me, um, with with having coaching and family and everything else, just carving out more time. Like you already heard, is three days a week with right. production and everything, carving out more time, uh, bringing more people onto the show as a. Um, staff to help out with some of the things that the behind the scenes things, the production things that need to be done. So having yeah. a production team behind it. It's, it's still a lot of work.
1: What is your advice for someone that is trying to grow their podcast? Like what really worked well for you?
0: Engagement. Engagement is always, I would say engagement with your audience. And one thing I will say that someone told me you're one share away from be hitting big, from from getting you know the notoriety that you want. So keep doing what you're doing because we all may be like, I oh, only got so many downloads on this one. Well, you need one person to share that show with the right person and it can go wherever. So yeah. think about. some I think they call it the Oprah effect. Oprah effect. Yeah. You just need Oprah to hear it one time, right? Yeah. That's all yeah. you. That's all you really need for your show to blow. But don't don't look at the numbers every week. Stay focused on your goals and your admirations, and have fun. I would say have fun doing it. Whenever it's not fun, then is is not. It's going to show that it's not fun.
1: Definitely, that I I cannot agree more. Having fun, it's uh, with any you know personal project. It's really important. Yes. Uh, last question: What would be your advice to your younger self? You know, the younger ad that is starting his podcast what would you, if you could go back in time, what would you tell them? Like uh, something you would do different?
0: I would say um, open up to social media earlier. I think uh, with my, I was closed-minded. You got to be honest with yourself. I was closed-minded to what I saw on TV and social media. Uh, I think the content has always been great. I can go back and listen to shows. Content has always been great. So be open-minded to uh, introduce yourself to other people. I think that's the biggest thing. Don't, don't just keep it to amongst your friends and family. Be open-minded to introduce it to other people.
1: That's great advice, Ed. Thank yeah. you. So, oh no, uh, of course. Uh, where can we? Where can we? hear from you like what where, where are your social media like again your podcast name shared everything with us
0: definitely well first of all before i go in that, i want to thank you for the opportunity to have me on um i really appreciate what you and your team are doing over there your response times and everything else is, has been great like i said you have changed my podcasting mm-hmm. career Thank you. Totally. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having this to having me today. But if anybody want to find me or follow me, you could definitely go to any social media platform and look up Cousin Ed's Corner. That's Ed's plural, E-D-S. Cousin Ed's Corner. You can actually go to Spotify or you could say Siri or any of your play. You could say Alexa play Cousin Ed's Corner. Okay. So nice. no matter where you're at, hopefully it's playing somewhere. in my background. I just said it. But you can find Cousin Ed's Corner um, just by saying play Cousin Ed's Corner.
1: Perfect. Thank you very much. And all the links uh, will be in the show notes. Ed, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, see you on on the social media or uh, on
0: the chat. I definitely appreciate you. Appreciate everybody listening today. Thank you very much. This podcast is brought to you by PodSqueeze, an essential tool for podcasters that creates show notes, timestamps, clips, and more. Visit PodSqueeze.com and use the code PODCASTER for 20% discount in the first three months. We release a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday. See you in the next episode of Lessons from a Podcaster.